Weekly Warp Pipe. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. We are part of the Dorkening Podcast Network, and we're brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for. And this week, we're jumping back into the Warp Pipe, and we're taking a look at Christmas movies of the past which ones we thought were funny and we have to watch every year. So hopefully some that you love made our list. And before we get into the episode, here's a word from our sponsor. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. We all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. <laughs> With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the weekly Warp Pipe. I'm Russ Lyman. What's up, guys? It's me, NES Addict. Heck yeah. Christmas spirit, we're in it. We're I got my it. Christmas sweater on. What are you rocking, my, Jay? My brother found this at Goodwill this week, and he literally gave it to me tonight. And I was like, "This is perfect." <laughs> it's a it's a Home Alone shirt for those who alone. can't see. For, for those of you who are visually impaired. <laughs> yeah. So last week we did Christmas memories, which was a fun episode talking about presents and things we got kind of back in the eighties and nineties. In uh, this episode, we figured we'd dive in and talk about 80s and 90s Christmas movies we enjoy watching every year. That's right. I think I did a 10. I think I did a top 10 list. I'm going to be honest. One of mine, two of mine might not be in the 80s and 90s. Oh, okay. You dived off of that. Just a little. I might have closed my... Where did I put it in my in my documents? I'll bring them up. You could go first. You start this bad boy up. I'll bring my list up. All right. I am going to go. I'm going to go in random order. But this one I feel like talking about first. The Nightmare Before Christmas by Tim Burton. Yep. That, that was on my list. I feel like we're going to have a, a quite a bit overlapping. but Probably so. <laughs> um, I mean, it was the claymation. It had the dark, you know, kind of spooky atmosphere because tim burton's known for that he had mm -hmm. jack skellington who was a super fun character you know the kind of the the general idea of the movie for those of you that might not have seen it i'm assuming most of you have you know he's in charge of halloween town and every year they they spend the whole year preparing for halloween and he's right. just kind of bored with that so one morning he wanders off into the woods and uh, finds himself surrounded by a group of trees, all that represent different holidays, which we which we never go back to. I feel I feel like that. Plenty of sequels there. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> absolutely. Like we never visited again. Yep. Well, I guess <laughs> that that's that's true. I guess uh, I guess Tim just didn't want to do the Nightmare Before Easter. 
But yes, he does go into Christmas Town. So he goes to Christmas Town and 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 just it blows his mind. And he comes back and tells everybody, "We're going to do Christmas." And no one seems excited. So the way he sells it is, he said he he basically describes Santa Claus, but he calls him Sandy Claus. (laughs) And then they're like, "Oh, "Oh, yeah, we're into that." So. And anyway. what's great about this one, you can watch it too. It doubles down. So you can watch it for Halloween or you can watch it for Christmas. That's exactly right. It, it's It's got both in there. Get you in the spirit for both. Um, and then, yeah, definitely, definitely a fun time. Um, and, and spawned off so many, uh, so much merchandise and everything. I see it everywhere for, yeah, for it, Christmas. Super, super unique movie. And uh, in 2003, um, I remember going into Hot Topic and they had this humongous sale. It was like 50% off of 50% off. So I bought all this bathroom stuff. And for like years, I had a nightmare before Christmas bathroom. Nice. <laughs> and the other thing that blew my mind was about that same time, um, Blink-182 came out with their self-titled album, and Mark wrote a song called I Miss You. I guess Mark and Tom wrote it. But anyway, his right, part right. was about the nightmare before Christmas. We could live like Jack and Sally if we want. You know, That's true. That's true. That line was in there. And you can always find me. <laughs> and we'll have Halloween on Christmas. <laughs> nice. I love that you're singing in every episode. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a good singer, but we're, you're going to be forced to listen to my voice regardless. I was going to say, quick quick uh, shout out to, to last week's episode. I, I mentioned about this Bush CD that I got that did a Christmas song, and then I sent the track to, to Jay because I haven't heard it in forever. And I was like, how disappointing is this track? I mean, that was the first thing I texted back to Russ. I said, how disappointed were you when you heard this? And Russ said, they didn't even try. <laughs> it was like the way they recorded it was like super echoey. Like, I don't know if it was just like he recorded it himself. It was very weird. It wasn't like a produced, like you listen to No Doubt's Christmas song and you're like, all right, radio hit, like boom. Then Bush was like, just put this out. Like it was like last minute. Oh, oh, that's due today. Okay, let me <laughs> crank yeah. something out. Pretty, pretty lame. Pretty poor effort. <laughs> but yeah. um, I, I will say on, on singing wise, so Danny Elfman, uh, did the soundtrack to this and he sang the parts for Jack. He did sing the parts for he, Jack. He wanted to voice them, but I guess he just wasn't hitting that, like the speaking parts that mm-hmm. well, but singing, he, they let him sing, um, which is great. He, he makes some pretty much all the 80 soundtracks, 90 soundtracks are like made Batman. by any of him. Right. Which segues way into my pick was, Batman Returns. There you go. Yeah, 1992. Tim Burton, Mike, um, um, let's Michael see, Keaton. Uh, Michael Keaton's in it, and um, who who else we got? We Danny got DeVito. Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Um, fantastic. <laughs> Such a good Penguin. Um, and yeah, Danny Elfman did the soundtrack for that, and uh, it takes place during Christmas time, and um. It's awesome. Yeah, it's got snowfall. Um, they're lighting Christmas the Christmas trees. tree um, presents and everything. And uh, the penguin has his like circus gang come out at like the tree lighting and uh, just the opening scene. So great. And the, uh, the was it the mayor? Um, oh, my God, his name. Uh, I don't think I remember the mayor now. I'm trying to. Remember. Oh, my God. It's the dude oh, from Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Yeah, thank you. I don't know why I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> 
<laughs> and Michelle Pfeiffer was uh, Catwoman. No, was she ever? <laughs> Fantastic cast, and uh, yeah, it's a great one. It's a good video game too. I think I'm going to be uh, live streaming that one this coming Wednesday on um, the Russ Lyman channel. Batman Returns on Super Nintendo. Fun, uh, so so good. Yeah, and uh, at one time I was lucky enough to um, I worked at a movie theater as a manager and we um, got to run the projectors after hours if we wanted to so we could hook a uh, DVD player up to it and I popped in uh, Batman Returns on DVD and watched it for my birthday. <laughs> so quick question. Did you see that movie in theaters when it originally aired? Yeah, yeah. I, I went to the theaters to see that one. Nice. Me too. Yeah. Um, I was going to say two things about it. I only remember one of the things I was going to say, but do you remember when Michelle Pfeiffer turned into Catwoman and she walked by that sign that said, hello there. And she smashed the O and the T and it said hell here. Yeah. Yeah. That was I always classic. thought, I always thought that was so random. <laughs> it's like, Hey, what does this spell out? Yeah. Or like when she, uh, she's in the uh, department store and she just uh, does all these backflips out. Yeah. And then stops. She's like, meow. And then everything like, yeah. blows up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she, good. Was, she was rad. I loved her. Yeah, definitely. Definitely my favorite cat, cat woman for sure. Um, but yeah, great movie. Puts you in the spirit. It said with the snow and all that and, and Christmas time. And uh, yeah, I dig it. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Um, let's see. This is one of the ones that made my list that was 2004. So it wasn't in the eighties or nineties. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be honest and say, I did not know that was a stipulation. So I'm sorry. Well, um, I just thought I would add the, uh, Oh, the, Oh, that we were just doing eighties and nineties. Yeah. So, uh, but it's 2004. It's not too far off. Okay. okay. Um, Christmas with the cranks with Tim Allen. Oh, and, and uh, Oh my God. What's her name? the actress that played in Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Um, I thought this that was a, a funny, funny movie. It's a, I saw this one in theaters too. Yeah, me too. Um, I just remember there was a lot of like, uh, un, I guess like, um, it wasn't a lot of reused material from other Christmas movies. There was kind of original. Well, the whole thing was, I guess on their street, like they do Christmas up and, and, and like go, to the nine decorating all this. And I guess their daughter was going to college. So she wasn't going to be there. So they were like, let's go on a cruise. Let's skip Christmas this year. Yeah. She was so, in Peace Corps. Oh, that's what it was. And then she had called them and was like, Hey, I'm, I'm coming home early and I'm so excited for Christmas. And they're like, we got to put everything together. Like, <laughs> so then they had to scramble. Yeah. And all their friends who they kind of screwed over in the process, but their friends were pretty abrasive though. Free Frosty, free Frosty. <laughs> <laughs> the little kid from Malcolm in the Middle is on there. Nice. Yeah, it's definitely got some good times in it. Yeah. I yeah. I, my it's favorite. Enough. My favorite part is when she sends him in to get like some kind of chocolate for something she's baking. Okay. And he gets out and it's pouring rain and all this rains. He's getting splashed by puddles from cars. That's right. And he goes in and he can't find the chocolate and he comes back and she's like, did you ask the butcher? And he's like, the the butcher? How do I know to ask the butcher for chocolate? You know. <laughs> any, anyway, it's so ridiculous, but it's just like, just like a woman to get mad that you didn't ask the butcher for the chocolate. 
Good one. I mean, I could almost have seen that coming out in the 90s with having a home improvement and all that. And yeah. Um, I'll throw one out there that I know is not on your list and probably 90% of people listening to the podcast have never heard of this movie. Came out in 1996 and it is called Santa with Muscles starring Hulk Hogan. That is insane. (laughs) Yeah, you got me on that one. I came across it randomly. I was uh, spending Christmas Eve at my friend Anthony's house and we were, um, you know, browsing Netflix at the time. I don't think it's on Netflix currently, but I ended up buying the the Blu-ray of it. But it's essentially the WWF uh, superstar Hulk Hogan is in the movie. And it's total like 90s. Like he he's it opens up. He's driving a big like Hummer. Not when Hummers were like for people to drive like this was like a military hummer he had one and he's like driving it and they're playing this intense game of like paintball that's like from his house they're driving and then they leave his house and they're driving and he ends up getting into an accident okay and he 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 gets amnesia oh he is but um what ends up happening i think he was trying to evade someone and dressed up in like a uh santa costume because they were at the mall so like mall santa all right and then and then some guy told him he was santa so he's believing like he's the real santa claus and (laughs) so so then the plot goes on where there's an orphanage and these these group of people are trying to take down the orphanage and get it shut down and santa claus hulk hogan is like trying to stop them it's ridiculous it's hulk hogan and it's a Christmas movie, and I was like, "This is fun." <laughs> That's hilarious, Santa yeah. with muscles. You gotta look it up. Like, look, like he's literally, you know, like sleeveless red oh, shirt, sure. like with the uh, white fur and the muscles out. Like, That's amazing. <laughs> it's a good time. That's so funny. Wow. All right. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna keep it with Tim Allen, and we're going to the Santa Claus. I was going to say, if you had that one, I wonder if you chose that um, over the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus, I also thought had a very interesting premise, you know, where Tim Burton, basic or Tim Burton, geez, Tim, Tim Allen, Tim Allen comes out with his son and they, they scare Santa and he falls off the roof and dies, which was they, tragic. And they, they never go back to like, he just dies. He's just dead. Santa's gone. What about Mrs. Claus? Does she want to know what happened to her husband? Like, nothing. I don't. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so then, and there had to be one because they made that a, a thing in the later Santa Claus movie. Um, but um, he gets this card out of his shirt and it says the Santa Claus using the, the, the word clause is in the English term. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he becomes the Santa Claus. He gets all fat. <laughs> he is, yeah. you know, his ex-wife like makes the part. Yeah, white beard. His know. ex-wife is yeah. like, you like letting yourself go, man. Like you're getting all this weight, you know. And anyway, it, um, it, there was a lot of like Christmas magic in that movie. You know, as a as a budding teen, I was probably 15, 16 when that came out. It, it kind of still struck a chord with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't go wrong. Yeah, Tim Tim Allen, I guess, is the king of Christmas there with uh doubling down all the Santa Clauses and <laughs> there's some there's a new series of it coming out on on the Disney Channel. Oh no like uh like a TV show? Like series? a like a I can't I heard it on the on YouTube today. It was like it's like a 
10, 15, 12 part. I don't know what the number is, but it's a series. Okay. So they did like a little series of it. So I guess you can watch it in like 30, 45 minute segments, maybe. Oh, nice. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll pick one here that it's got to be on your list. Home Alone, 1990. Yeah. So I was saving that for number one as, as it's here. And oh, you got a giant poster of it too? Yeah. Full. Wherever it when, is. Full. When did you get that? That's like a movie size poster. It is like, a movie size poster. Movie. Yeah. So I um I went to a thrift store a couple years back and it said all movie posters a dollar. And so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll look through here. And then lo and behold, they had an original Home Alone poster. And I was like, no brainer. My right, favorite movie of all time. Like really? you guys, like you guys do not know how obsessed with Macaulay Culkin as a child I was. Like it was, I mean, I got his doll up there. <laughs> got his doll. Yeah, like, look. Look at that. Dude. Well, that's terrifying. Um, and uh, ah, and when, when Home Alone 2 came out, um, which which we'll have to talk about later. Spoiler. Um, uh, Hardy's released these four posters, of, okay. which I, I need to get. I need to get them back in my possession. But I had all four of the posters. And I had every um, little box that came out with them, and it had all these little figurines. And and one of my one of my YouTube videos, you can see them in the background. But I was obsessed with Home Alone. I wanted to be Macaulay Culkin more than I wanted to be anybody. Jeez, yeah, certainly a good movie. I will say, uh, if you haven't seen the show, the movies that made us, mm-hmm. they do a fantastic thing on. Um, I think they have Nightmare Before Christmas on there. One, they say. do. Yeah, they do. And and Home Alone made the list. And seeing the story of like how it how it was made was so fascinating, and how it came together mm-hmm. and to be this thing that was so big, and then making it take place around Christmas just like sealed that. Oh, people are gonna watch it over and over again every Christmas. Like yeah, a Christmas movie. Yeah, it was just like, hey, it's not around the holidays, and someone tries to break in the house. Like whatever, it would have been a forgotten movie. Yeah, and some interesting, a couple interesting facts that I remember about it was one, the church that they shot, they used a different church for the outside shots than they used for the inside shots. I see. Okay. So so that was kind of cool. They used, there was an old school where they they built a lot of the sets for the inside of the house. So it was the school that plenty of other movies too were filmed in there. Um, There was uh, The Breakfast Club was also filmed in there. Oh yeah. And yeah. um the the basement of the the Murphy's house where that was flooded was built inside of a pool. Like right, because they had a fill of water. Pool. Yeah. So awesome. Like so man, that was cool. There's so many great things about that movie. The, the Angels with 50 Souls that was made specifically for Home Alone. That's not a real movie. The, oh, right, right. With leave the, it on the, the doorstep and get the heck out of here. All right, Johnny. I'm sorry. I tell you what, I'm gonna give you snakes. Anyway, all that. Um, <laughs> do I have any other interesting facts? I'm sure I do, but I don't know. I can't think of them right now. Can't think of them right now. But yeah, I mean, it's a great movie and puts you in the in the Christmas spirit. It's it's so odd that's like, okay, it's just about a boy like booby trapping his house, but you're like, Christmas spirits around Christmas time, dude. It was it was <laughs> the funniest movie though. Like I remember seeing it around November of that year. 
with right. some friends in Myrtle Beach. They're like, we're going to go see Home Alone. You want to go see it? And I was kind of like, eh, okay. And then after I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, it's the best movie ever, um, which I still think all these years later. So Now, did you watch the the like new Home Alone that came out, I think, last year? The, uh, there, um, there is no new Home Alone. There's there's <laughs> only there's, there's only two. There's only two. They never made another one after that. <laughs> Perfect. Never. Perfect. <laughs> no, they did. They made two more, but they don't have Macaulay and right, right. To me, they don't exist. Um. Anyway, I digress. I digress. I also think so. If you guys don't um watch the Angry Video Game Nerd, he did an awesome episode with Macaulay Calkin in it <laughs> and he called him the pizza boy he's like you're the pizza boy <laughs> right <laughs> such a great episode he he was in town for something and they did a few um sketches and stuff with him um yeah pretty pretty unique yeah very very cool to see kevin or mccauley on there it was wild kevin McAllister. <laughs> that's right <laughs> um okay so home alone's done might as well jump to the other christmas movie most people probably talk about is a Christmas Story, 1983. A Christmas Story. Man, have you seen yes. the new one? So I haven't yet. Uh, my wife wanted to watch the old one, A Christmas Story, uh, before we watched the new one that just came out this year. Um, now, I think they already made a sequel. They did. Um, so they're I not counting it, it. I think it was pretty poorly received. I see. Um yeah, I don't, I, I don't even know that I've ever seen it. I've seen it in passing, but I knew it wasn't worth watching, so I never watched gotcha. it. Gotcha. Well, this one does have most of the returning cast mm -hmm. now that now they're older. But yep. I mean, this movie was on nonstop from like Thanksgiving to Christmas on yeah. cable. They so had twenty four hours. Like they did replays of it <laughs> on, on some channels. It just played twenty four. So you catch, you know, fifteen minutes of it. Then you go eat and do something else, and then you can pick up kind of where you left off. Yep. Um, now, obviously, we didn't grow up in the. It, I would say it takes place in the fifties. Mm, maybe, maybe even the forties or thirties. Right. It, I can't remember the exact year, but it's because it, it hit home more with. My, you know, my parents, like, because that was I thought them, it was growing up. I thought, even though it was still really relatable, right? Because um, it's a ch you're, you know, it's a child story and he wants to get something that his parents say no. So maybe, you know, for him, it was a Red Rider BB gun. Maybe yeah. for you, it was, uh, I don't know, which my dad, <laughs> my dad bought me a Red Rider BB gun one year and I, oh, yeah, that had anything to do with it, but yeah, um. But yeah, the, the you know such classic lines like "You'll shoot your eye out," and you know, I let I love it when um he goes, "Oh, fudge!" fudge. She's like, <laughs> "But I wasn't say fudge." I didn't say fudge. Yeah, and his mom <laughs> washes his mouth out with soap. And, right, that was good. So um, many great scenes when he's doing the uh, secret code decoding it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, NES Complex, my friend Chris does a spoof of that on one of his episodes where it's like um, a Nintendo Powerline thing. It's like, don't forget to call the Powerline a crummy commercial. Son of a <laughs> wing. <laughs> Classic. So shout out to NES Complex. Love you, Chris. <laughs> um, yeah, so many great lines. I said it. One of them. Um, 
so the bully in in this movie with the with I forget if it's the one with the red hair or if it's the the short one. Okay, but um, a local band that played in Connecticut. Um, their band name was Grover Dill, and that was Grover the was the shorter one. Okay, so that was his name in the movie. So I thought that was kind of unique. Like, oh, they used the his name there as a band name. I don't remember the other guy's name. It was like Scotty or Scott or something. But he was like, I just remember he had yellow eyes. Right, right. <laughs> and then, and then, of course, the scene of like sticking your tongue to a telephone pole. Classic. Oh, the flagpole. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the flagpole. flagpole. The yeah, yeah. And then he just leave him out there. <laughs> I double dog dare you. Triple dog dare. So good. So many lines. Yeah. Doesn't get old. Something like that. You know, you watched it so many times. Um, well-written story and I guess just hits home or like you said, relatable. So you can just watch it over and over again. One last thing I'll say about it is when I got my Nintendo, my dad kind of pulled that same trick on me that he did in the Christmas story. Yes. Because remember how like he, they open all the presents and he's just kind of looking around and the dad's the dad knows he's like bummed he didn't get his red rider. He's like, hey, what's it over there in the corner? And then Ralph yeah, yeah. is like, he walks over and he's like, oh my God, I actually, you know, got it. Because that happened to me in 1989. I was like looking around and my dad's like, what you looking for, Jay? What you looking for? I'm like, oh, I'm just looking to see if there's any more presents. And my brother goes off and brings the Nintendo back. I think I told this last. last yeah, time. yeah. Anyway, he, he busted out. So very similar. Right? So I always kind of relate that to that. Nice. All right, what else you got on the list for Christmas stories? Okay, so I am going to have to go with Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. Absolutely. They made my list as well. 1989. Yeah. I love that movie. I love so much about it, uh, as does everyone. It's another one you see all the time. Um, just so many classic lines in that movie. I don't know. What do you want to say about it, Russ? Well, I, I will say I've seen uh, now Hallmark do you can get like the station wagon with the uh, Christmas tree on it as an ornament. And also I've seen the leg lamp from a Christmas story as an ornament. I have the leg lamp somewhere, a mini version <laughs> of it. I don't know where it is right now, but I do have it. So. Um, I remember the first time I ever saw that movie when he was like greasing up his little, his little, like oh the sled, the sled thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, a and he's like, sled. and he's like, Hang ten or whatever he says before he shoots off, but then it's like a streak of lightning with like fireball. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. And the, now looking back on that scene, the weirdest part to me is he ends up in a Walmart parking lot somehow. Oh, okay, coming down through the woods and then just skidding across the parking lot, ends up in a Walmart. Well, better than a oncoming traffic like a highway or something. There you go. <laughs> My buddy Tom Ryan, shout out to Tom Ryan, artist. Um, he has a print that I have and my buddy Gainaman has that says uh, the shitter's full. <laughs> shitter's full. And it has like a silhouette of um, of everything and it looks awesome. I'll, I'll put a picture up so you guys can see it. But he, he has it on his Etsy shop and um, I got to break it out, you know, every year and display it. And such a classic uh, that's, line in there. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I love... I love Aunt Bethany, you know, and uh, she's like, and then the, she's like, did I break wind? <laughs> he's like, geez, Bethany, did the room clear? <laughs> and then I love it when he's like, the blessing. <laughs> right, right, right. All right. I mean, it's again, it said it hits home with, uh, you know, he's out there trying to 
put up all these Christmas lights and, you know, make it feel special for the family. Yeah. Yet, yet he can't figure out, you know, why it's turning on and he's out there checking every bulb and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nobody, wants, to be... nobody wants to help him. He's out there till like midnight. Right. Just to do it for the family. <clears throat> so that's kind of like, okay, that's, that's what the dads do. You know, what's, what's so funny is my wife the other day, she was like, I had been outside for a while. It was getting dark. It was like six 30. And, uh, she walks around the corner and I'm like putting the last bit of the Christmas lights on the gutters. Okay. And she goes, what you doing, Clark? <laughs> <laughs> nice. She was like, I hadn't heard you. I was making sure you weren't dead. <laughs> I was like, thanks Haley. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Greetings and Shabibans, we are the Retro Redoctopus Cephala Podcast, a long-form bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. Yeah, that sounds good, but I don't know what all those words mean. I think what Parasite seems trying to say is that on Retro Redoctopus, we explore a range of retro goodness, from toys, video games, and movies, to cartoons, and even snacks and school lunches. Oh. And we do it all with a positive spin, a slew of killer guests, and some, ahem, very adult language. And you know what else is cool? No. This crazy show is part of the Dorking Podcast Network with new episodes every technical Tuesday. What's that? And if waiting two weeks for a new episode gives you a sad, know that we drop bonus episodes all the time, like the off-format Crow's Nest and an interview series we call The Brick. You can listen to Retro Doctopus on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any app that's cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all the things that make growing up awesome. Do you like gaming? You know, this game would be better if it was a battle royale. Do you like technology? I bet this tech would work better if it was a battle royale. Do you like movies, TV shows, and everything else that me and Nate can't agree on? The Last Jedi was easily the best Star Wars film I have ever seen. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Everybody in this room is stupid now because of you. Talking Gaming and Tech is a bi-weekly podcast where we cover the latest and greatest in gaming and tech. Now part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. Talking Gaming and Tech is a podcast produced by Tech Prime Media. You can find us on YouTube and all their social media platforms. You can find Talking Gaming and Tech on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts from. This podcast is filmed live. If you want to check us out while we're filming live, remember to follow links on social media and your comment might be read on air. Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Then Epic Tales from the Sewers is a podcast for you. We cover the comic books, video games, movies, cartoons, and anything else turtle-related. We talk about the toys, we talk about the cereal, we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much. So give a listen. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Check out Epic Tales from the Sewers, part of the Epic Airways podcast network give a listen dudes cowabunga is this podcast for you um so i'll before we do a couple more i got i got three more on my list um i posted on on our youtube page in our facebook group um asking you guys what christmas movies get you in the mood we got andy from youtube channel the 90s are rad I would have to say Home Alone 2 is probably my favorite. A good, solid, underrated Christmas movie would be a Christmas Every Day with Eric and Denton, Main Dude, and Brink. Basically a Christmas version of Groundhog's Day. So I can't say I've seen that. 
Me either. Um, Gamer Aimer. Jingle all the way. Home Alone 1 and 2. So many great ones. Looks yeah, like Jingle all the way. Too. Jingle all the way. Um, actually, is on my list as well. As mine. So we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Burdick. When I was a kid, we watched, or I watched, Invasion USA with Chuck Norris. Wow. I got to look this one up. I haven't heard of this one. So I got to look for that one. Chuck Norris got to be great. Absolutely. Home Alone. Charlie Brown's Christmas. And the old Rudolph and Frosty the Snowman cartoons. And maybe that's another episode. The cartoons. The cartoons. Could be, yeah, for next week. These have become staples in my household, along with Die Hard. Die Hard. <laughs> we had to bring that up, right? At some point. There was a post I had just recently seen of... Uh, Bruce Willis at like some nominee, like Golden Globes or some movie thing or whatever. And he was like, just to let you guys know that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It's a Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, let's see. On on Facebook, we got Mark Tyrone said the ref. Hmm. I don't think I I don't think I've seen that one. How about that, Mark? Or Reef, R-E-F, Ref or Reef? Don't know. Okay. Never heard of it. Um, my buddy Jay, custom NES guy. Always was a Christmas story for us. National Lampoons, nothing out of the ordinary here. Of course, those are classics. Yep. Got to watch those. Christopher Eddie, the usual. However, the new mean one slasher with the Grinch looks to become a classic. Hmm. A I don't know if he's talking about... Grinch. I don't know what the, if it's with the Grinch, but me and my wife did want to go see. It's called Violent Night. Violent Night. And it has, um, if you watch Stranger Things, it's um, the officer in that. Um, now, now I'm forgetting his name, who was in that. I don't know his actor name. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm uh, drawing a blank here. I know, because like, we're talking about Christmas movies, not horror movies. I don't know. I know you're talking about, though. Um, let's see. Zach says... Christmas Vacation and Home Alone for sure. It's not an 80s movie, but based in the 80s, 8-Bit Christmas is amazing as well. Definitely watching that every year. Yeah, that came out last year, 8-Bit Christmas with Neil Patrick Harris. Yep, good movie. Enjoyed it. Miguel says Gremlins, Muppets Christmas, Charlie Brown, Home Alone, National Lampoons, and of course, the Disney Xmas specials. Oh yeah, the old Mickey Mouse episodes and stuff with Christmas, where they right. did like uh, the Scrooge and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was a that was a good one. Um, let's see who else we got. Mikey says Christmas vacation is all you need. <laughs> mm, I don't know. This is need some Kevin too. Need some Kevin too. Peter Bateman says the '90s remake of Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Okay, yeah, that wasn't bad. Had the little girl Mati from from Matilda on there. Oh, here here's one for you. Tim Robbins says Home Alone. Um, on and two doesn't get any better. My wife and I play a drinking game to them where you take a drink when they get hurt or mumble words instead of cursing. So there's your holiday. Yeah, he didn't want to swear, so he had to make up almost. Yeah, he just like. Mm. Yeah, he just like made things up. I love that about that though, because he I think he sweared a lot in one of them in a movie he'd played in prior. Yes, yes. Uh, and they said you uh, can't a, swear a in a this. gangster movie, so he just, just 
<laughs> Make up these little words. Uh, we got two more. Alexander says, uh, my all-time favorite is Christmas Vacation, but there are several others I like to watch, too. Doug says, Ernest Saves Christmas. Not bad. Lethal Weapon. Technically, a Christmas movie takes place in December, Christmas time, even though it's in L.A. Yeah. Um, a Christmas Story, to name a few. Of course, of course. Who wants to have a Christmas tree in a tropical climate anyway? I yes, and you know I'm on I'm on the East Coast, so we get snow and you get the tree. I'm not sure how it is celebrating on the West Coast over there, where it's you know it's warm out. Terrible. Can, can you wear Christmas sweaters over there? I don't know. He'd be sweating, yeah, dude. Last year on Christmas, Christmas Day, nest. I was wearing shorts outside. <laughs> so in the South, even in South Carolina, it's not always guaranteed. I mean, here in New England, the weather's wild. Sometimes I probably could wear shorts too. Sometimes in a sweater. Yeah. All right, so what do we want to talk about? They mentioned a few that are on our list. Uh, let's hit up Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way. 1996, we got Arnold Schwarzenegger in Sinbad. Yep, trying to get Turbo Man. <laughs> and they actually released last year Turbo Man. You could get the actual action figure from the movie. Um, I said David Apuzo bought me it. It's like, it's like this big. It's huge. I know. It's like Retro Rick was on the inches, for one of those like, for a while. Oh, was he? Yeah, he wanted that pretty bad. Um, yeah, but it's a that's a fun classic movie. So many quotes. Put yeah. my cookies down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait. Am I, what am I? Oh, yeah, because that but it also had um, Phil Hartman in it. Right. He was the neighbor, right? Because he was like the annoying neighbor. That was like he was the one eating the cookies. Right. He, he was eating the cookies. Yeah. And so like essentially Christmas lights up for him and all that stuff. It, it, it hits home, I guess, a lot with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's the dad. And he's just working, 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 being the working man and doesn't spend much time with the family or or show up to things. He keeps disappointing the son, misses his uh, karate like belt thing he was doing. Yep. And so it's like constant disappointment. And he wants to make it up to his son. And his wife told him, get the Turbo Man doll. This is what your get son wants for Turbo Christmas. Man. And he waited and to the last minute to go get it. And of course, hot ticket item. So it sells out and he's on on the quest to find one. Yep. He's sounds like something I would do. But I usually do all my shopping in like September. I'm like into it. Make Not sure your, my kids get their stuff early. I was gonna say your kids make lists that early. No, I just <laughs> what know they what want? they want. Oh, I see. Okay. I'm in tune because I am a child myself. Fair enough. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Jingle all the way. That was a great movie. Um, the other one that I want to mention, um, this one is also in the 2000s, but I thought Jim Carrey's The Grinch was awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That was a fun, fun spin on it. Li like live action mm -hmm. of, of The Grinch and Jim Carrey definitely pulled it off well. Yes, he was like the perfect actor. Especially at that time, too. You know, he was doing, coming off of you know, like Ace Ventura and like all these fun, fun roles. So it's like, all right. Yeah. Still kind of riding high on that nineties wave. Right. Um, right. I think he said the worst part about it was having to wear yellow contacts. Oh, that's right. That's right. Cause he's got the suit on, you know, the green and whatever, like the little belly and this and that, but he had to have yellow eyes. So putting those in, I can imagine very hard to see out of cause they're yeah. colored and then irritating. Yep. And you, and, and you can't even like pick at it cause you have like, Furry fingers. Furry fingers. <laughs> but came together good. Definitely definitely classic story. 
classic yeah. Dr. Seuss book. And uh, yeah, it's fun to be in the live action there. And the only other one I had was Home Alone 2, but we kind of touched on that already. Uh, a little bit, yeah. <clears throat> Basically the they, same story, just in New York. Just in New York, though. So you get, um, you know, a little bit different atmosphere instead of suburbia. Um, kind of how New York, I guess, uh, on Christmas would happen in New York. Same yeah. thing. You got trees and snow and <laughs> Donald Trump's in it. Donald Trump's in it. And you got the, you got a central park. Yes. Yeah. The pigeon lady, lots of other cool scenery. You know, he goes up in the twin towers, which is kind of, kind of rad actually. Now I'm looking back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, one, two. Um, I got two of them. We'll knock out here. I don't know if you ever seen this one. 1988 Scrooged with it's, Bill Murray. It's on my honorable mentions list. The honorable mentions. Perfect. Yeah. I can't uh, remember a lot about it, but I remember it came on TV in the mid 90s. Okay. I, I sat down and watched it and I, I enjoyed it. I wish I could remember what it was exactly about. So it was so good. I, I think I played it for my wife last year. Um, she hadn't seen it either. And it's, it's basically the story of, um, uh, what what the heck is it? Of, of like screwed Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh where you, yeah, where you're getting the uh, the Ghost of Christmas, Past, Present, and Future. Okay, that's what I thought. But it's a different spin on it. So Bill Murray's character is working for this um, TV network, and they're gonna um, broadcast a live um, show of of Scrooge, basically. Um, and he's like, he's he's all about the corporateness, like making people work late. Um, and then it comes time to give them Christmas bonuses. And he's he's sending them. He can either send them a towel set or a VCR. And he's sending like everyone towels. Even his brother didn't want wow. to send him a VCR. And he's just all about trying to get to the top. So the ghosts come to try to like sway his uh, his thoughts and stuff. And it, it's freaking hilarious. That some of the ghost of um, Christmas past is like this gross cab driver he gets in a cab and the cab can like go through time and he's bringing them to different parts of his life trying to show him you know what went wrong and then the ghost of a uh, future is this uh like fairy lady and she like has this really high-pitched voice and like floats up to him and then kicks him in the groin <laughs> <laughs> and it's just hilarious and she keeps like abusing him constantly um super 80s movie um and bill murray like it's it's so good what can you uh, say yeah definitely like and ends you know like a feel-good movie towards the end and lots of laughs so definitely check it out scrooged cool um and then yeah to top off my list 1984 gremlins gremlins such oh a, that such was a, a really cool video you sent me today yes TikTok. i thought i thought it'd be fun we can always uh bring it up on here but um Gremlins, you know, takes place Christmas time. He he gets the gremlin, um, the Mogwai uh, gizmo as a Christmas present. Um, and, he, you know, he's taking care of him as is, but you're not supposed to feed him uh, after midnight and you're not supposed to get him wet. And uh, they end up both, both happens. <laughs> and then they turn into the gremlins. I have a question, though. Okay. Isn't it technically always after midnight? Always after midnight. What time zone are they, uh, is the rules? I mean, like... By? I mean, like, like, when does it, when does the, when's that, the window end sunrise? I would assume. Okay. Sunrise. Okay. So you. I would think it's from 12 to six, six or seven. Six or seven. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I just didn't know. I want to know. 
Because if they're eating after 3 p.m., it's it's after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And like the whole thing takes place Christmas time and they're going outside and there's snow and Christmas trees and uh, it, it's a good time. What was funny is, so I sent Jay this video. I've been watching this guy on TikTok where he watches um, videos, movies with, you know, how you're seeing a scene and in the background, there's like a TV on. Well, there's like a sports game playing on the TV, a hockey game while all the uh, gremlins are like having a good time. And I think and he's playing around. the Donkey Kong cab, the little mini Donkey Kong cab. Oh, he might be. Yeah. So this is on screen for like five seconds or something. And this guy tracked down what game was playing on the TV, what hockey game and, and like what year, what play uh, teams. And it was so unique and like, Oh, how does he track all this down? And he does this for tons of movies. Yeah. It was awesome. I loved it. Cause it was hockey. Right, I thought you would appreciate it because it was hockey. <laughs> yeah, that was sick. And, and then the other fun fact would be that this was shot on uh, the same set that Back to the Future was shot on. Except oh, it's yeah. covered, covered with snow. So you don't really tell like, oh, the clock tower is over there or whatever. Right. That was kind of so, cool. So kind of unique. And uh, again, it's got that fun Christmas vibe with, with the snow and the trees. And I think, I think some of the Grinches are, or Grinches, some of the gremlins are even like singing Christmas carols and stuff. Yeah. The funniest part of that whole movie to me was when the one gremlin was screwing around with the wires of that lady's like chairlift and it shot oh, out yes. the roof. Like I the... died. I died when that happened. <laughs> so mean. I know. Mean little gremlins. <laughs> One that I missed that I had on my list, I just now saw also a 2000s movie, but we hadn't talked about Elf with uh, oh, yes, Will Ferrell. Yes. Will Ferrell. That's a classic. Him one, and Zoe sure. Deschanel. Such a Sarah! fun concept. I know him. <laughs> yeah. So many quotable lines in that one, too. World's greatest cup of coffee. You did it. <laughs> yeah. Now I, now I heard. Him and Ryan Reynolds are coming out with a Christmas movie that's coming out this year, or maybe it's out now. Well, that should be pretty good. And they're supposed to be like singing it in it and stuff because they were doing a couple interviews I seen on some YouTubes or something. And I was like, oh, okay. That'd be cool. So maybe you could check that out. But I mean, we figure we're just reminiscing about past uh, past movies. Hopefully yeah. you can find these maybe on streaming. Um, maybe you can find the VHS and check them out as well. Did you know that Edward Scissorhands was considered a Christmas movie? That did kept popping up when I was doing some research and I was like, what are some Christmas movies? And Edward Scissorhands did keep popping up. Another, another couple that I want to mention just as honorable mentions, deck the halls with Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito. I don't remember that one. It's pretty good. I okay. suggest check it out during the, during the holidays. It's pretty funny. Uh, they do a great job. Um, you mentioned Batman Returns, Gremlins was mentioned, Eight Bit Christmas was mentioned, Scrooge was mentioned. The only other one that I want to bring up, and this mm -hmm. is going way back in the warp pipe, 1951 A Christmas Carol, the original. Okay. If you ever get a chance, uh, even if you don't get the, the colored version with Tiny Tim and Scrooge and Ebenezer, and really, really good movie. I think it holds up nice. all these years later. Yeah, classic for sure. Yep. Put, you in the, put you in that Christmas spirit. Yep. Sweet. So, yeah, maybe we'll see what for next week's topic. Maybe we'll do cartoons. That seems like a logical step. 
all the cartoons. Ninja Turtles Christmas special, maybe. I don't Probably. know. <laughs> I seen there was a He-Man one. So, hey, we got a week. Maybe we can watch some of these cartoons and a lot more to talk about. We'll get on it. In the following week. <laughs> if you guys want to listen to us uh, and check us out, we got the weeklywarpipe.com. You can see all our episodes on there. We got merchandise like uh, this awesome mug. And I don't have any handy, but we got magnets in. Little fridge magnets. So if you guys want some magnets, shoot me a message. I'll send you a magnet as a Christmas present so you can put the warp pipe on your fridge and know to listen for the warp pipe every Saturday at 7 a.m. Or you can stick it on the back of your car so everyone else will know about us. You could, too. I put it on our oven and our fridge as well. Because There you go. I was just throwing them. I got to get a video from Steph, and I'm just winging them at the fridge. Nice. Good time. Um, yeah, be sure to check me out um, at Russ Lyman. I'm on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, um, Twitter, and you can watch videos and see me there where we find you, Jay. I'm easy, man. TikTok and right here on the Weekly Warp Pipe every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. with my buddy Russ. That's right. That's right. And a uh, big shout out to the Dorkening Podcast Network. We're on there with plenty of other excellent podcasts that you can check out like super retro throwback reviews and my buddies at retro reductipus you got it you said it right i said it right it's a tongue twister <laughs> sweet guys well i hope you have a happy holiday weekend watching some uh christmas movies as always i'm russ lyman keep your world fun bit by bit now leave it on the doorstep and get the hell out of here <laughs>